We have heard a lot this evening, uh, both in Scripture and in song. And in that, I don't know if you were able to tell, I hope you can, that in the Scripture readings, as we read from Matthew, we read from Luke in the story of the birth of Jesus, and we don't get the impression that Jesus just shows up because one day God is like, you know, this isn't working. We've got to try something else. Maybe I'll send Jesus. Did you get that impression from this? No. What's the impression instead? We keep having the, this was to fulfill what the prophet said long ago, right? That what is happening with the birth of Jesus is something that God had planned from the beginning and that is now happening. That's the way that uh, we read from Matthew and from Luke, that this is something that God has been about for a very long time. Now, you have to ask why. (laughs) Why was God going to do this at all? Why did he have this plan from so long ago? And so if you go all the way back to the beginning, in the very beginning of Genesis, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And and we go to the end of uh, chapter 1, of Genesis, and everything is very good. And then you move on and you get to chapter 3, and things don't go so well, do they? That's when we have uh, God giving people everything they need and saying, you can eat from any tree except that one. You ever felt like that? (laughs) I had an aunt who said that she never wanted to eat caramel so much as when she went to the dentist and they said, okay, now you can't eat caramel. She's like, I didn't ever want to before. Now, that's all I can think about. I just want to eat caramel all the time. Anyway. So you can eat from any tree, just not this one. And of course, they eat from that tree. And everything is broken down. Everything begins to unravel. Uh, Creation breaks down. Our relationships break down. Relationship between people and God, people and each other people, and all of creation. It's in Genesis chapter 3 that then God makes a promise that one day there is going to come someone who is born of a woman who is going to be the one to undo what they just did. Starting then and going on and on and on from then, the question is constantly being asked as you read through the whole of the Bible. Is this the person who's going to come? Is this the one? And the answer is always no. Even though there are some people who seem like they're going to be a good candidate for it. They seem to have a really good start, and then, but no, it's not them either. And one by one, everybody falls short. One by one, every person, everyone born of a woman fails. And no one is that one. Until (laughs) that holy night we sing about. This is why uh, it is such good news when the angels come to the shepherds and they say, Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is uh, the Messiah, the Lord. This is good news. Um, But we have to ask But how is this good news? How is this good news for us? And to answer that question, I want to 
take a look at, do you know what a priest is? What a priest does? I don't mean like a Catholic or Episcopal priest. Like I'm talking about like Old Testament Israelite priest. There were several, there were several things that made a priest a priest. There were several things that uh, went, went along with that identity and also went along uh, with those responsibilities. And one of the things about a priest is they were somebody who was uh, supposed to be from among the people. And they were also supposed to be somebody who um, was in a representative role. Did the priest represent God or did the priest represent people? Yes, <laughs> both. And so uh, when, when they come and they offer sacrifices on behalf of the people, they are representing, uh, they're representing the people before God. And yet, then they turn around and they are representing God to the people in everything they do. It's both ways. There's a letter in the New Testament called Hebrews. And in the early chapters of Hebrews, uh, we get this passage it's in Hebrews chapter 2 that talks about uh, what it is that Jesus does. Why is it that he had to be made fully human? And it has to do with his role as priest, with his role as priest. Here's how it's it. It says, Since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity, so that by his death he might break the power of him who holds the power of death, that is the devil, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. For surely it is not angels he helps, but Abraham's descendants. For this reason he had to be made like them, fully human in every way in order that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God, and that he might make atonement for the sins of the people. Because he himself suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. Did you hear it? Why is it that Jesus needs to be born? Why does he have to actually be fully human? Why is it that he's not just sent like an angel to you know, tell us some message and then go away again? Why does he have to be born of a woman? Well, one, like we already talked about, the, uh, the promise God made all the way back when. But why did God make that promise? So that Jesus could be the high priest, that he would be the one who uh, would, by his death, break the power of the devil and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. He also had to be made like them, fully human in every way, in order to be our high priest. That he would be the one who represents God to us and represents us to God. I mentioned, you know, in the beginning everything was created good, and we had a role. We were created in the image of God. But when we fall short of that, it's not that we stop being the image of God. It's just that we don't image him well. And so as we kept waiting for the one who was to come, we kept looking at all these other people and saying, is this the one who represents God well? And the answer is no on everybody except Jesus. And this is where we have uh, the one who's made like us in every way. And it even says, because he himself 
suffered when he was tempted. That word tempted, be translated tempted or tested. And we see as Jesus goes through his tempting, as he goes through his time of testing, he passes the test where all of us fail. And so what we have is not just uh, someone who is like us and someone who knows what we're going through, though there's certainly that. But we also have someone who can help us, who can show us the way to go and who knows what he's talking about. I don't know if you've ever uh, tried learning something from someone who had never done it before. You ever try that? You ever like try to learn how to ride a bike by somebody who's never ridden a bike? Yeah, you just hop on. I'm sure it'll be fine. Just go for it. And you hop on and you fall down. You're like, I don't think this is how it works. No, we tend to, tend to learn from people who have actually done it before. And when we ask the question, how do we learn to be the humans that we were made to be, how do we be fully human and actually image God well? The answer is in Jesus. We look to him and we learn from him. He's actually done it. <laughs> Everybody else has fallen short, but he's actually done it. And so then he's the one who then shows us how to live and who tells us how to live and then who helps us to live that way. N.T. Wright puts it this way. There is nothing we face today or tomorrow or the next day in which Jesus cannot sympathize, help, and rescue us and through which he cannot forge a way to God's new world. This is why it's good news that Jesus was made fully human. This is why it's good news for us for today. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day that you have made. God, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the gift that he is. And we ask that you would help us to be reminded of the gift of Jesus with every gift that we give or receive this season. God, we pray that all of our celebrations and the ways that we celebrate would be done as reminders of who you are and what you have done for us in Jesus. God, help us to look to him, to learn from him, to walk with him. Lord, we ask that you would help us to become like him. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.